Hi, I'm Brother Ojokojo, and you are listening to Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Brother And now, let's get into this week's episode on Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Brother See, if I honest, yes, the way you tell me, say, you did look new bet, and almost you did fear to enter this new bet thing because you get within the <laughs> you get within the C4 Bible. We, yes. The team fee. And to be honest, I have practically tried to think on almost everything that we have held for all these years. I try to look at it through the Bible. I'm like, okay, okay. Are we sure we thought this properly? Are we sure what we believed about this thing? Is, is... No, no, I never mind. I never mind going full circle. Yeah. Right? And arriving where we are now. Yeah. But let me go the full circle so that I know why. I want it to be my journey. Yes, best be your journey, not so that when you are communicating it to the next person, you are not just saying this is what Kenehigi taught. You are not just saying because basically that's what that's what we teach about the Obama. Yeah, that's what we teach. Ah, go and read this Kenehigi's book on 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 the Holy Spirit. Go and read. I will never tell you go and read the Bible. What the Holy Spirit has to say about you get so. And at the end of the day, it looks like we're just, and that is why, on the on the on the other flip side, because now we've always recommended people for people to be, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what has happened with that, because we never scrutinize it with scripture at the end of the day, it is why people have now held on to the false things that other people have heard. Because in your mind, they're like, ah, if this person thought it, but who are you to say that it is not the word of God? Because, <laughs> so, so so the question then is. Who owns our religion? Yes. Who owns Is it the Bible or Jesus? Or Jesus. And you know, like what you said about that tweet I sent you about, oh, the pastor being the doctor, the assistant pastor being the pharmacist. It's the wrong analogy. <laughs> they, they have made themselves the datum point. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like when we talked about salvation. Yeah. And I said to you that I think the issue is that we are giving beautiful expositions to the wrong question. Yeah. The salvation was never about us. Never. God was actually pointing to something else. God was not pointing to what we receive, but to what he gave. Yeah. And so he says, this is what I have given. Now, if you hold on to it, you're sure. If you leave it, you're not sure. But what I guarantee is that. And so we moved the datum point to the people who touched the foundation. No, it's not about you people. Yeah. It's about the foundation. About the foundation. That's the reason why you can appear on that day and say, and the foundation will say, I never knew. True. Because it's, and that's why I'd gone the roundabout way when I said, um, when I, when the Holy Spirit, I opened my, okay, let me not use the word Holy Spirit. Yeah. Let's, let's just stay in the authority of the scriptures. Yeah. Which he confirms in truth. But there's a lot of bastards who have gone out into the world yeah. who have said Holy Spirit. And they say love nonsense. They love nonsense. And so they now make we who walk with God in the accuracy of the scriptures yeah. look like what I was saying is it. Yeah. Which is not it. True. Now, what point am I trying to make? I remember when I was studying the scriptures one time and it dawned on me that every letter was written to people who God was their father, is their epistles. Yeah. And Jesus was their master. Yeah. 
happened to I said, see, if I pick up a memo, memo written to Chevron staff, and I'm on the staff of Chevron, I cannot read it and say, man, <laughs> now so my salary go be. <laughs> man, there's a raise, man. Are you kidding me? Wow. There's a major. I come out, I come and say, read paragraph two, verse one. Um, wife says, all of you would receive a raise of 200% because of the dollars. I tell my wife, you see what God has done. Now, the letter says to all Chevron staff from the MD Chevron Nigeria. That's literally how all episodes start. Yeah. And so the question of, what if I no longer work in Chevron? Does this still apply to me? You must be foolish to think it still applies to me. <laughs> Especially if you resigned. Yeah. You can't say. Try if you try if you resign and left the company. Yes, you resigned and left the company. Nobody say you retire. Are you joined the arrival? Are you joined the arrival? For kind of, you took the, you took knowledge to the arrival. <laughs> then you read about the upgrade. You say, does it apply to me? <laughs> you must be a joker. And it's because we have read with chapter and verses and we have not read the whole letters. Whole letters, yeah. Because when you read the whole letter, you begin from the start, now. Nah? Yes, now you begin from the beginning. You'll be like, okay, why did he say this thing? It's like, was he written to? It's like, from why? It's like, was he written to? It's, it's like someone joined this, joined this call now. And yeah. the person hears what we're saying. And the person just picks from here and starts interpreting everything for that. Then stops at some point, then goes. The now says that, oh, he, this is what Bradley and Brando said. But you just start with us from the beginning. And the, you're in the middle of our joke. You're in the middle of our joke. And the reasonable thing you should have asked is that, oh, please, guys, can you hold on a bit? Wait. How, what, 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 where did you guys start? Yes. It's just like now, maybe Fergot just opened because now only Fergot ever responds so far for my company group. The Fergot just opened, just see Matthew Chandler. He has, has been responding, you know? Okay, has been Okay. Maybe he, he has just, been liking comments. Okay, has been liking. So maybe, maybe say, Maybe say he never respond or like anything. He just enter, just open this file. We just send Matthew 2425. Just start to the read. He just start to the read, they go. Start to the chat in the group with the information. <laughs> information. <laughs> 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 we say, Baba, calm down. Calm down. Now, that's Saturday. That's Saturday. That's Saturday. And <laughs> now, Saturday, we go read this thing. Calm down. <laughs> Crazy. That's what we do. Oh. You know, and so when we pick a letter, yeah. right? We suppose that who the who the who you write them to? Who you write them to? Who write the letter? Who you and write them to? Who, who, who write them to? And, and to the, you know, no, one of the places that touched me a lot was when Jesus Christ, Paul was writing in First Corinthians 7, and Paul said, Not I but the Lord. Yeah. You know, when he was telling those who go separate. And he says, he says, remain not married or you reconcile. Yeah. And he said, this is not my command, but the Lord. Yeah. And you hear people say, who tell you say we're not going to divorce? I say, Paul did not say you cannot divorce. So. <laughs> Paul was talking to those that Jesus is their Lord. If you know your Lord, live your life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now. Let me tell you, I tell you for one time. You remember that one? You remember Bozos one time from group talk say, you get one babe for CEO. I think she was in what study that uh, She's having serious issues in her marriage that you would like us to pray for her. I just asked her if in the middle of it. I said, is she born again? We say, eh, she was like that, but she's not. I said, is that my born again? He said, no. 
I said, what, what are we praying for? There's no, what are you praying that they should, they should not divorce? That we should first pray that they should come to know they're Jesus Christ. Yes, they're saved. Because I'm trying to pray off something that is only tied to believers. Do you understand? You know, I know what will not happen. We now find the scripture. We now find the scripture. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like carrying it's like carrying Samsung manual for iPhone. Make Samsung follow. You see, I, you see your laptop is bad, right? Your laptop. I just got my wardrobe. I just find one manual. The manual for speaker phone will give me. I see. He says something about power off. <laughs> That's the reason why many people are frustrated. Yes. And it's why many, why, why many people okay, that, it's, it's why many people that get that come to church and catch up with the Christian frenzy and some are associated and are living ungodly lives at one point. Just check out. Because it's like you are holding on to something, but you're not really holding on to it. Because what you had been served for me is crumbles. You're not you're not giving the real bread. Of it, and you just get believer, bored. We no one know Jesus more than a believer. A believer, you get what I'm saying? No, I like, did you come into? So I'm asking, how do we present it? I told you someone who gave her life to Christ last month or two months back. Yeah, and you say, <laughs> and I've been offering her in every Bible. She never can collect. She's running from it. I'm honest with you. I asked her after she gave her life to Christ, maybe a week or two after. What, what scripture was she studying to know Jesus? She's here. The Bible is hard to read. Uh-uh. And I say, who did you come to? <laughs> I say, okay, I'll get you an IV. I'll get you a translation. Now, chase I the chaser. Uh... And I'm like, no, are you, I'm like, do you read it? No, no, go and leave. So and I said, going back when I was just with you. Yeah. What message really brought her to Christ? Yeah. It was message about anything that will not allow you to enter your glory. Yeah. So she has done what she wants to do with Jesus, which is secure that that glory shall she went tight. Now the glory we are talking about is if you build the house, yeah. you will not die before you enter the house. Yeah. So she has already prayed the prayer to him already. Now. Yeah. She was not looking to know him. Yeah. Because the message was you can tell Jesus to help you, he will help you that day when you build the house, you went tight. Yeah. So she just used Jesus for all she needs him for. Yeah. She was not looking for a personal relationship. Personal relationship. It's just like, it'd be because, like, be like yeah. saying sinner's prayer and a password. Once she goes... Actually, not a password. <laughs> Once she does... It's password based on the message you are preaching. Yes. If it's coming on day of fruitfulness, it's a password for having child. Yes. If it's coming on day of prosperity, it's a password to be switch. So once you if don't... If it's coming on day of... So once yes. you don't log in, no need to do anything with the computer. Just... No, you talk sinner's prayer. No be password at all. <laughs> nah. Nah, money when you pay. You need to find it as something. Yes. Is, is a deposit you are making for something. something. It's not, you don't need to engage it. Yes, you don't need to engage it. It's like a contribution. Contribution, yeah. You know? Maybe you pay, you, you, pay, you pay estate dues, you know they come meeting. You know they uh, involve yourself or anything. Just one pay them. See, so, so when they... Just, just that due, you, you just pay. Yeah, when they bring records, say who they pay, you go say I pay. And your name uh, will be for record. For record, yes. No interest. Yeah. And the issue is because our message are not introducing people to Jesus. Yeah. And we're not introducing people to Jesus based on what he has said he will do. 
Because you, you know what is mind-blowing? The more I contemplate on the whole scripture. Yeah. It's the fact that the, the bedrock of the prophetic work of the prophet was actually the coming of the David king. You know, the reason why I want us to do this Matthew and then Peter. Yeah. So that we can jump to one prophet. Yeah. Which is the short prophet. Yeah. Right? The bedrock of this thing is the prophetic king. Was the sorry, the Davidic king, which was to come. And so a lot of because the prophets were speaking towards the end of Israel. Yeah. Israel was bent on disobeying Yahweh. And so Yahweh says, I'll keep making out my plea. After a while, I'll stop making out my plea. And so, in the midst of him making out his plea, where he says, you know what? You guys will be run over. Your enemies will destroy you. He said, but he said, I will restart Israel. He kept talking about the restart. And the restart, he kept using the image of Yahweh as the restart. But in the later prophets, the prophets very close to the destruction of Israel, the kingdom of Israel, he began to call that king David. You know, so, <clears throat> the hope of the Jews was the return, especially when they went into exile and returned, was the establishment of, of the kingdom yeah. under a David king. Hmm. Now, the David king has not returned. Has not returned. He has not returned. Now, we know the David king to be kind. And he's saying we should wait till he comes. And so, if I introduce anybody to Christ and yeah. not to the Davidic hope, then at what knowledge of Christ am I introducing them to? You, 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 you see why our, why our faith is so shallow? Shallow. Because part of the work that God wants to do, right, is, is that, you know, on the seventh day, the scripture says he rested from all his work. From all his work, yeah. Says so his work was complete. And then he rested. And then Adam chose not to live under God, to live by his own, what he decides, good or bad. And, and to be honest, like from what we have, me and you have been discovering in our personal studies, yeah. we realized that what he inherited was choice. Choice. You know, <clears throat> in the nature of sin. Yeah. But, but choice which could lead to rightful rebellion or rightful obedience. Either way, you had the choice. Yeah. You know, and that choice has stayed on true with us. But God has been seeking to bring us back into that rest. Yeah. That rest, where this creation will see his will like he intended. Because I like saying this, the earth never saw God's will like God imagined it to be. Especially if you read Genesis 2. Genesis 2 says, this is the, how did he put it? He said, this is the genealogy of creation when in the days it was made, before there was any hype in the ground or any tree in the ground. For Yahweh had not sent rain because there was no man to till the ground. Right? But then later on, we see God make the man and then place the man in Eden, which is the mountain of God. Then the man maybe was against God. And God says, I'm chasing you back to the ground from whence you were made. So the earth, which was meant to receive of Eden by man creating the good work which God is, is revealing to him in Eden, yeah. 
never got to see the revelation, the fullness of Eden on the earth. Never got to experience Eden, the will of God. And so, part of what the Christ will do is to remove the curse from the earth and to cause the earth to enjoy the Eden of God. Where lions will no longer eat flesh but with straw. We see this in Isaiah 11 and Isaiah 65. You know, where they will no longer be carnival, but everyone will be vegetarian. Not vegetarian in the sense that we are eating this nonsense vitally. But at that point, we are going to be eating fruits that are full of life. <laughs> This bitter leaf is not what that was. That's an option. It's a nonsense. <laughs> no, it's not. No, you go see. No, make it. You know what I'm saying? Not the dead, dead thing. Not the herbs. It's part of the course. You eat up the herbs of the view. I got to go eat of the fatness of the tree. No nonsense. You go see. You go see bitter leaf. Those are not the things we're talking about here. You know what we're talking about? Eating heavens. This, this is, but, but God's intention, and He still is is that when his king, the Davidic king, comes to rule yeah. in the mountain of God, that all the earth will be filled with the knowledge of Yahweh's glory. We have not seen that day. Yeah. That day has not come. So what do we do? We wait for the day. We live for the day. And so the prophetic books will say in many ways, the remnants that will be fit for that. How? It says, keep your heart clean. Keep your hands clean. Keep your eyes clean. Um, wait for the day. Put your faith in Yahweh. Wait upon him. Wait upon him. Wait upon him. And until you know that hope, you would not be waiting. You would think your life was just today and tomorrow. And yeah. so I'm on my knees saying, God, please hammer my business. Make me hammer. And the reason I'm, pre I'm preoccupied with happening today is because I think all that my life is about is probably the next 60 years. If I can make it big in the next 30, if I can get weak, maybe I'll have built houses for my children. Yeah. But there's a David, there's a future where David's son will be king. king. Yeah. And some of us will rule with him. If that becomes a living hope, right? Then I would rather obey him than live for myself. Because the best I can do for myself is a barely good life that I cannot even guarantee for 30 years. You build the house, you have good cars, keep changing your cars, you have children, you send them to school. Mm -hmm. Our parents are still budgeting about their children till today. Mm. I'm telling it's not crazy. At what point did they were they blessed? Having children were blessed. They are still bothered about children today. My mother is sending us WhatsApp chat on to allow hackers hack your phone. <laughs> so I told her this message was sent by a hacker. <laughs> you get so, so yeah. But when we have when we are we are transported. By the heavenly hope, and that's what Jesus, when Jesus said, the gospel of the kingdom is preached to them. Preached them that's right. what was preached. Yeah. That was what was preached. Yeah. You see this literature through the scriptures. I'm just, the Holy Spirit just told me, I've been doing the breaking down of the prophet. But then he says, we will come and he will, we will, he will do 
stop or studies the prophet. Stop where every prophet is mapped out divinely. You know? But why is that the case? Because when, I, when I'm full with the heavenly hope, with the hope that is not truncated by time because God has sworn that that king would come. Yeah. And in the present, I'm already in service to that king. Then that is the highest calling. The king that would rule tomorrow. Imagine if Urefe was the one who is going to be the greatest, the next Elon Musk in Africa. Yeah. Will you fight with him today? No, no. It's impossible. <laughs> Papa, even if I say, Paggy, can you quit your job and go sit down with my mother? I will do it. <laughs> I will do it. All I will say is, remember me in your kingdom. In your kingdom. <laughs> Finish. That's why Paul was willing to be in prison for the Lord. And then he opened his mouth and said, for nevertheless, I'm not ashamed for I know in whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed into his hands against that day. That's why he was serving the one that he was serving the. You know how big Nebuchadnezzar was? Right? Yeah. You can only imagine how big Nebuchadnezzar was. That he had all the, no king in Israel was as great as Nebuchadnezzar because the kingdom of Israel was never a vine that spread throughout the whole earth. Never. They were 40 from the beginning. Never. Because God wanted to be the king over Israel that was spread to the whole earth. Israel impeached God in the time of Eli. And so, even if you read Hosea chapter 8, God says, where are the kings you appointed for yourself? Hosea 8 verse 4. See, where are they? Let me come and save you. So, no king ever rose that was as big as Nebuchadnezzar. Right? Who was the beginning of an empire of a kingdom that stretches out you know, in God's kingdom map. After him, you had a number of other kings. The king of Persia spread that big too. They lasted for over 200 or 300 years. King of Greece also. Although Alexander the Greece was a very short time, or just 10 years. Others spread longer than him. But in that mode of greatness, so let me just leave it at Nebuchadnezzar. In that mode of greatness, where everything on the earth answered to him, every animal answered to Nebuchadnezzar. Hmm. <laughs> you can read that in Jeremiah 27. God said, I put even the beasts of the field on him. That's why in the parable of the watchers, when the watchers came to him, when he saw that tree, he says, even the birds were having. See, no demon could come on the earth without asking Nebuchadnezzar permission. He had to give you right. That's wow. why nobody could do jazz for him. You can see. What's it? In that level of influence. That's the middle level of influence that Jesus will have. Wow. Jesus is not going to be Tinubu or Joe Biden. <laughs> If the cabinet will not be arguing with him. I'm saying you will be able to behead everybody that doesn't bow down to Yahweh at the sound of the drum. And nobody will bow. 
that level of rich. And then someone tells you, this Nebuchadnezzar will be the greatest king ever. Become his friend. Like, if you want to secure your life for all times, be his friend. That is what we have in Jesus. Yeah. We know the one to whom God has sworn the nations. Now he's telling me, Paggy, stay in Abu Leba. I'm not arguing. I said, Jesus, you know I have dreams. Which useless dream? Which useless dream? Which hopeless dream? Which worthless dream? We're talking about somebody who would, who would rule the whole world. He's telling you to do something for him. You are saying, I have dream. We dream. Even if Elon Musk begs me to obey him, I will not obey Elon Musk. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. Juvogan cannot even offer me anything. I don't care if this podcast is never end. Sure. I don't care if I have no influence. Just want to obey him because I have we have respect to the recompense of you. There's nothing anybody can offer you now. Yeah, that's what Moses understood by the reproach of Christ. Yeah, that's what he understood. Now, not the reproach of the Messiah, but the reproach of the anointed. Anointed, yeah. You know, and the anointed was Abraham. And then that Abraham seed in a man. And all of all the plans that God had for them, that kings will come out of your life. Man, it's, it's amazing. amazing. And so when we begin to press out the view of Jesus, right? By and that's why I feel who knows me for the next two years. Right? Yeah. In obscurity, we will be finding out Jesus. Finding Jesus. I don't even mind, it doesn't matter. To Next three years in obscurity. Because just little isolation that Jesus did for us for like a year. We have come out and it looks like what have we been inside for all our life? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> we have spent 17 years or more doing nonsense. <laughs> and they just small. Just whisper of isolation, Jesus just called us into tiny one. We speak, and people are like, Where are you finding it from? You're like, just read the text, it's never Rema. You know how humbling it is to tell someone that this one is not even Rema. It's just in the opposite, black and white. If we now begin to share Rema with you, go. This one is not Rema, just read it. Mm. Now imagine if we go into that isolation with Jesus. And he brings us out in the next two, three years. But uh, he can shake. See, that my friend that I was discipling, right? Yeah. Who went for his service. Yeah. Calls me up and says, I told you about his struggle with his mom. Yeah, because yeah, of he me, yeah. His, his stance with God. Yeah. So he calls me up and says, that's calls me up yesterday. Okay. He gets to Katina where he's serving. And a military man looked at him and said, just took a liking to him. Wow. The military man asked him, what do you have planned? Do you want to relocate? He said, no, he's not relocating, he's staying. 
The man told him, what did you study? He told him, Mitch, man, everything. The Mitch man told him, don't worry about your posting. Wow. I will get you to the best place in Pastina. Wow. Wow. From nowhere. I'm telling you. From nowhere. Nowhere. He was almost in tears. Hi. Someone was asking me before he left, how can he hear God's voice? I said, no. I said, just keep obeying him. You hear? You hear? Yeah. You see. Keep obeying the written one. Simple. I said, finish. Finish. And he calls me, he was almost in the news. But just he was so excited about the revelations God was showing him in scriptures. And I said, a lot of times when you would hear God's voice, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. I'm not talking about God's voice about your life. Oh, yes. God's it's obsession is not you. It's not God's you. obsession is Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> and so, if you want to hear God talk and be talkative, yeah. open the text and okay. say, I want to see Jesus. Oh my God. God will just begin to speak every line you listen to his teaching. But a lot of times we enter the Bible because we want God to speak to us about our life. <laughs> That's the reason why God has really... Speak to me now. Now. Yeah, because I, I want a clear, Jesus I want a now, I want a now word. A now word, God. As I'm going and I need a now word. Then you say, hey, let me read this one. He said, and, John, and Judas is kind of hung himself. And he said, no, this is not what is this one is not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> then you, you flip the scriptures on another verse. Then you get to where Jesus Christ said them. Told Judas, what you do, do quickly. <laughs> this one cannot be for me. You know, because and we fail to realize that, and I think that's what I'll share with him when next we talk. That Jesus Christ said when the Spirit of God come, yeah. he would show you things to come. But the things to come he was talking about, he said was, he would take off mine and declare to you. The same word, he show you things to come. The King James says he would declare things to come. Declare. Now that word declare, and then declare in the next verse with the same verb, the same word, not even the same verb, the same word. Yeah. Right? And the same word. So when you said he would declare things, to, he said he would show you things to come. He says he would take off mine and show it to you. So Jesus is showing you what he will show you. He will show us. The Holy Spirit is preoccupied with telling us about Jesus. Yeah. And so for as long as I'm in the text to see Jesus, my God, I will never stop. The Holy Spirit will, will never keep quiet. The issue is, a lot of times we think the Holy Spirit wants to talk to us about our useless life. But our life is so paltry. Just do the last thing he told you to do. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Like, love as Jesus commanded you to love. <laughs> That's why in every situation, it's easier for the Holy Spirit to... Jesus even said this in John 14, 26. Yeah. He says he would remind you of the things that I have spoken to you. Yeah. And so it is... You see, the obsession of the Godhead is Jesus. It's Jesus, sure. He pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. Really? And so I'm not in the prophets because I want to see me. Yeah. I'm in the prophet. I, I want to see Jesus at the end of the day. I mean, I want like, to know. I want like, to know what this whole piece talks about. Like, I mean... If your life is about somebody and should be about yeah. somebody, everything you want to know about that life is about the person because the life is yeah. centered around the person and not centered around you. So it is no longer a gospel if um, all that we are seeking to do is what 
this life is what our life is at, is what, what our life should be and what, what what is best for us. No, it is what is best for him. What for are him. we to what are we to do with our lives? So it is why every you know what, no, yeah. no, no, that, that phrase you use is, is powerful. Because it ties in with what you read in 2 Corinthians 5, yeah. verse 15. 15, yeah. That those who live should no longer live, live for them. themselves. Or live for themselves. So if we no longer live for ourselves, then what are we asking about ourselves? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when we ask asking what is in it for me, then you're still living for yourself. You're still living for yourself. And there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no coming to the gospel with that. Jesus promises where he is to his servant. Servant, yeah. Not to his. Not where the servant wants to be. be. Yes. He said, where I am, there my servant will be. So the ones who will be where he is are first servant. (laughs) Simple. Simple. (laughs) (laughs) So, you see, so when people say, oh, hey, I want to go to, are you you servant? Do you live for him? Because that's where the unprofitable servant stuff happens. You know, it's not like our pastors misconstruing that scripture to tell us I'm an unprofitable servant so that we will do everything for them. No, I'm not an unprofitable servant to you. <laughs> I'm an unprofitable servant to Jesus. <laughs> not you. <laughs> I will ask you a question. <laughs> you know, I'm honestly, you did not buy my mother's sleeve. So I'll ask you a question. The person that bought me is Jesus. Yeah. You did not buy me now. Did you shed any blood from? No. Ah, if you won't pay silver and gold for me, sir, I will. I will only obey you because Jesus said I should obey you. Yeah. The person who has my unconditional allegiance is him. Is Jesus? Yeah. Because he bought my life. He didn't buy my body. If you bought me with money, if I die, you cannot hold me. So the body. Whenever we cross over and meet, you cannot say. And I mean, I mean, get you. It's like Jesus, the white Paul told masters, You have a master in heaven, no? Yeah. These servants are not your own. He said, The master in heaven is both your Lord and yours. Get it right. It's a conditional, it's a temporary arrangement. Hey, two servants, be honest. Submit to them, you Wow. And that's where we stop on this week's episode of Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Bralador. Until the next episode, episode 23, this is Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Bralador. Thank you for listening. God bless you.